listening to The Atomic Geeks, a podcast covering movies, TV, comic books, video games, and everything in between. So geeky. Hello, 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 and welcome to The Atomic Geeks podcast. I'm tonight's host, Mike Downs, and let's see who is nerding out in their basement uh, with me tonight. Hey, 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 it's uh, Michael DiGiovanni. I'm nerding out like a motherfucker, and I'm in Toronto, and tonight I'm drinking a hop addict. It's Andrew Bloom in London, nerding out with my cock out, and I'm actually ashamed to say that I'm drinking a giant Diet Coke. I I was running a little late. I had no time to get beer. Leave me alone. Boo, hiss. But it's the size of my face, so that's kind of impressive. There's no way you're going to get intoxicated by that. I don't care how big the glass is. But lis- listeners <laughs> do have listeners can look forward to Andrew stepping out for a pee in the middle of the program <laughs> and being I'm completely drink- hydrated. I am also <laughs> drinking scope just to get drunk. <laughs> oh, uh, hello internet. It's uh, Christian here back in the bowels of his basement in Oakville and I've stepped back a couple episodes and I'm drinking a big 40 ounce bottle of old English brand 800 malt liquor oh baby God. Uh, and back to me so I'm drinking a uh, what I've now got a name for my, my brewery if you will it's going to be called Sergeant Rosie's which is after my uncle who I just recently passed away who got me into uh, beer brewing and everything so it's Sergeant Rosie's from now on and this is what I'm calling hippity hoppity brew um, because it's hoppy uh, it's not just a clever name <laughs> say, I like the Sergeant Rosie's part but is the hippity hoppity part is that all downs well I mean I don't know I just came I, I just had to name this beer and it's really hoppy and I didn't have anything else off the top of my head to say and hop so, addict is already taken so hop addict is yeah obviously I didn't, didn't know that until DJ said what he was drinking <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you might have asked one of your kids hey. what about hop along Cassidy I got hop that's much Cassidy. better than what I came up with yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so finally back in all of our regularly scheduled uh, places, uh, everyone is back, and hopefully our audio quality is back uh, where it should be. Um, for uh, so, th- sorry, I wasn't blaming anybody or saying anything about it. I was just saying back in black, as it were. It's all my fault, internet. <laughs> I like how you're referring it to just the wide open internet. Yeah, now. I think that's yeah. the inanimate object, the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so this week's topic is uh, – well, before we get into this week's topic, I guess uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk about geek news first. Um, and this one uh, I'll throw out there, and it's uh, – I'm, I'm interested to see how the conversation is going to go. But um, I'm, did everybody catch that show? I'm assuming we all did because we're geeks. Um, Defying Gravity, which was that uh, sci-fi show uh, – and and it was teased all sexually, like the commercials were all like coming from like I think the creators of Grey, the new sexy space drama Defying Gravity. Did I, did everyone catch that? I did. I did That's... not. I I heard uh, from the makers of Grey's Anatomy and said, uh, no yeah, I'm, thanks. I'm surprised Downs. Did you you watched it? Obviously, I'm surprised you did. Is Downs still on? I'm surprised you did yeah. when it was teased with that. Grey's Anatomy bit because you are not the biggest Grey's Anatomy fan on the planet. No, so I'll, I, I can tell you my story. DJO, did you want to jump in? If you, have you seen it? I did see it. Yeah, I, got, I mean, and at the time of this recording, the show is still on, I believe. I think it's still is it really? going. Yeah, I yeah, think it's it is. Three or yeah. four episodes. Oh, I watched the premiere and thought, that's not going anywhere and stopped no. watching it. So, okay, so interestingly enough, it, it sounds like it's not getting a very uh, warm welcome around the table here. Um, I, I did watch it, not 
Uh, I did. I did not want to watch it. Um, the, uh, the and those commercials really turned me off. It was they, they kept referring it to like you know the sexy space and blah blah blah. Especially after, if anyone remembers the uh, virtuosity pilot uh, that I watched, the uh, DJ also caught, which I thought was so great. Um, this seemed very similar to me, and I didn't want to watch it. However, I was staying with my in-laws for a few weeks up in uh, uh, Ontario there, and was forced to watch quite a few things I didn't want to watch. <laughs> and I, I kind of got hooked, and I've watched all four episodes actually. Is this one of those ones? that passes the Downs Saw 3 episodes test? Well, you know, it's it's an interesting plot. Um, the interesting thing is there's not a whole lot of sex, which I guess is a little bit disappointing, especially because they built it up about that. Like the one, the chick in the beginning, the blonde chick, whatever her name was there, um, floating around half-naked, pre- pregnant. That's about it. But, I mean, it's got an interesting idea that there is... Uh, not to spoil it, but it doesn't sound like anyone really wants to fucking watch it anyway. So um, it's it's about this uh, mission to fucking, you know, way the fuck off in space somewhere. It's going to take forever. They have, they're they going to have a point where they have to decide whether they're going to turn around or not, much like Virtuosity. But this is about um, this some sort of alien species has con- contacted them and is secretly uh, pulling the strings of this mission. So most people don't know on the crew. but um, And I, I thought that's kind of an interesting concept, and it seems to have something to do with this mission. When the show started was five years ago or ten years ago, there was this mission. They left a couple people on Mars, and it's, you know, these this, these astronauts are all bummed out about it, and, you know, it's affected their lives and blah, blah, blah. And I don't know. It was, I was like, it was kind of pretty good science fiction, actually. I, so, I'm surprised. Like, I'll be honest. I, I, I'm a Grey's Anatomy watcher. But that wasn't what did it for me. Part of it was like I just have to see something else that's in space. And I like the main character. He's from uh, – I can't remember. Ron Livingston, from, yeah. Yeah, he's from Band of Brothers. He's been on other shows. Swingers he's, and he was on, in yeah. Office Space. Office and space. Like he's, yeah. I really like him. So that was really my main – it was like, hey, this guy in space, okay. You know, <laughs> I'll, I'll watch that. Dry humor in space, excellent. But – I, uh, I asked to be completely honest. I didn't realize that it stayed on the air. I watched the first episode and went meh, and then didn't ever watch it again or see it. What's in, what's the uh, situation on the space hands in this show? <laughs> there are some. Well, space you've hands. got the you've got the blonde chick who was on that uh, uh, show with uh, Courtney Cox about gossip. What was that show called? Uh, Hootie McBoob. Dirt. Dirt, which is a fucking phenomenal show, actually. Um, and then there's this. Uh, there's another two. There's a couple ladies, two, but it's there's a four. There's four women on it. Yeah, yeah there's but a nobody that you're like, whoa. Yeah, there's not a lot of. There's huge no moves, Catherine Heigl equivalent on the show. That is for sure. Yeah. Is there any possibility of chesty aliens making an appearance? <laughs> yes, but well, tune in, Christian. Make sure you tune in and find out. You know, uh, <laughs> if, if my my thought on it is, I, I I'm with with Andrew in that I only watched the uh, the premiere of it. Uh, it was amazing how much the parallels to Ronald Moore's uh, virtuosity. I mean, there was a lot of similarities to the show and the fact that they're going on an extended mission. Some of the personalities totally. that they actually had sort of like uh, a reality show element where, they totally. were, you know, the world was they were going to be broadcasting it back to people back home. I feel like virtuosity was so far superior to it that I yeah. I couldn't get into the second episode. I, I never actually or I, I kind of forgot and didn't think to catch it. I didn't think it was terrible, but I just think it was so it's like two shows competing to do. The, it's almost like that 30 Rock and Sunset strip. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like two shows coming at the exact yeah. same time covering the same material. Even though t- very strange when that happens. Yeah. 
Well, that, that's, that's what I, I'm like. Is is this seriously like? Oh my God, Ronald Moore and Fox are doing this thing. We got to rush something else in development. And but the thing is, just because they actually went with the real premiere and eight episodes it has more of an opportunity they're not going to do that virtuosity now i wouldn't say well there's no, this thing's probably going to fucking bomb yeah there's no word of uh that show having even been picked up beyond the pilot which is a real shame i, I think virtuosity way better having that it's had uh you know, the producers of Grey's Anatomy behind it, where the guys from BSG, you know, sorry to disappoint all the geeks out there, their cred comes from very niche cable and not the ABCs of the fucking world, yeah. right? You're still kind of interested in it. It makes me want to see uh, a few other episodes, but yeah, I just didn't get I'm a into more, it. I'm a little surprised at that, too, like, which kind of makes me think, well, first off, I'm surprised that it's still on TV. And secondly, that Downs is enjoying it. It makes me a little bit think, oh, maybe I'll catch it, because I did see Virtuosity as well. I did think it was better as well. Eh, maybe, it, maybe it deserves a second look, but I, I don't know. It's the same thing. I don't know whether or not you want to push anything that's currently in your schedule aside to pick this one up. Well, and so, see, so the thing is, is I think this just happened to be a, a subject of not a lot of summer TV. Yeah. So, you know, how, and so I'm, I, I've watched this, I've gone to CTV's website and watched this streaming online. Yeah. Because uh, whatever's on, I don't get it when it's on Sunday nights or whatever. It's on quite late for me. I think it's 10 for you guys, 11 for me. I mean, it was you know. probably a very smart uh, sort of scheduling strategy in the sense because i think if this would have came out in in the busy fucking september time this would have been like but maybe it'll find an audience given that it's running in fucking july and august right yeah yeah okay uh anyways actually that reminded me of one real quick thing i just wanted to talk about um for another piece of geek news real quick was has anyone seen this movie advertised you must have and now i've heard it's been picked up for a tv show the uh time traveler's wife Yes. Okay, we're all familiar with this fucking concept, right? Yes. So my wife went and watched this, and I'm, I hope no one likes this, because I'm just disgusted that there's a movie about time travel, and the movie has nothing to do with figuring out why the guy hops through fucking time. It's about him and some bitch, you know, some romance. I just think that sucks that they're using science fiction now to tell uh, romantic comedy shit. Yeah. Am I the I'm, only one who thinks well, that? Well, I'm, I'm going to stick my foot in the uh in the realm of getting made fun of for a while but oh here we go i actually uh had the book but i and i read about 50 percent of it and it was kind of interesting but same thing i i the whole time i'm reading this book i'm like so when are we going to find out about why he's time traveling what is this and it just continues on about this love story and i never did finish the book which I don't Go understand. Ahead. It's like, what does he just take his briefcase? So, see you later. Gotta go. To the no, store. this is the the way the way it works in the book. From what I understand, is that he doesn't have control over this time travel. Yeah, so he just kind of gets caught he, in a in yeah. a time flux and like just he keeps disappearing and in and out. And the one thing that remains constant, kind of in his life, is that is this girl. And he he'll appear back when she's like eight years old, and he'll be an old man, or you know, like it's it's a very strange. Uh, playing with this uh, time continuum and even story continuation, like even reading it is a little bit tough too because each it doesn't isn't broken into chapters; it's broken into times and how old he is and what year it is that he comes back to it. It's kind of a it's kind of a really neat concept. But like Downs is saying, I'm waiting for the sci-fi part of it or something in it, and it's really just a sort of a a, a love love story and and. I hate to hate to say it, but I, I read the book, didn't finish it. But I got to say though, to uh, 
This is not the first time they've used the uh, time travel mechanism for fucking quote unquote uh, romantic purposes no, that, because that they Christopher Reeve I, movie that Chris, time and time again and that Christopher that oh, was yeah, back yeah. from the fucking late, early eighties. So I agree with you. This is women's uh, fucking time travel. Yeah. Really, what was that one with Hugh Jackman? He was in one of those time travel. Kate and Leopold and shit like oh, that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah, they, yeah. This is not the first time that they've actually used the device of. Fish out of water, fucking dude, man, yeah, well, uh, you know, falling in love. I, I guess. Well, yeah. The difference is with these things was is that this was like that. Kate and Leopold. That's just some prince dude who's all of a sudden in the future. Yeah, you know what I mean, this, this was like it, it, this was like a science fiction movie. Some guy. I, I, I'm I'm intrigued. He's disappearing through time. Why? Where, where does he go? What's happening well, in the other world? And that we actually gets caught in this time loop. No, I haven't seen the movie. Apparently, they don't. I mean, I because I. They apparently they don't, but that's the difference, man. The women want the fucking love and the kisses. They don't well, care about the fucking <laughs> like chrono no, the uh, the technocrons that are forcing <laughs> this man to bounce the clown. with the time and the zipping and the disappear. But in Kate and Leopold, there were time portals, like these hidden portals that you found that you could go back in time. And See? then somewhere in time, freaking Christopher Reeve by some miraculous use of brain power was able yeah. to think himself back in time but not yeah. even the explanation even the stupid explanation about why he goes back in time seems kind of stupid to me it does okay, it well actually love. christian if, if this will make you feel better and the time traveler's wife eric banna falls in a time portal there there yeah. feel better <laughs> every day they're not going to explain this fuck they he was all that they're going to do is that their love is forever hey, eric, eric banna was born with an extra Time chromosome. If I didn't know this before I sat down and watched this movie with my wife, I guarantee you we'd be divorced by the end of the movie because I'm fucking complaining <laughs> for about two hours going, how does he go back in fucking time for Christ? Exactly. That was my point. Thank you, Christian. And now that's going to be a TV show on Weekly. Really? really? Yeah, I heard. I thought I read somewhere that's been picked up for a TV you know show. That seems is? stupid. This dude's got the sweetest gig ever because all he has to do is like, I'm disappearing. And he like jumps out a window <laughs> and he goes to the strippers and comes back. I was in ancient Egypt. <laughs> He's got like a mustache on. All of a sudden, it's all crooked. No, no, really, I'm the future. Me. Seriously, see this? No, it's, it's, it's been five years. So see the thing that the show I'm interested in. If you're gonna turn this into a fucking weekly show, I want to see the time traveler's mistresses because you know he's exactly. gotta be like exactly. working a whole bunch of chicks through time, man. No, honey, so, I especially because like if he's if he's only in one spot for like a day at a time or like a couple days, yeah. that means he's in another uh, other places for like if he's only at say three place for three days, he's at like a hundred other places that's a hundred other stories i want to check and out dude, you can't get caught there's no you, you can't be like where were you last night dude i was traveling through time honey remember that's my problem you can never get into any trouble with your cheating you could lie and be like I, you could be like i don't know where i was i, I forget every time i go to a remember different the land time wearing, problem you're, you're wearing a condom no honey that's a time condom it helps me. <laughs> I thought, I thought from time. The garage. couldn't i was having dinner with king arthur <laughs> okay uh maybe we should uh, get back on to our actual anymore. topic yeah um uh so this was actually another current event thing that kind of uh spawned i think this topic for us this week and this is something again we seem to be coming up with these, a lot of these topics that are we're going to revisit because there's just so much uh discussion here that uh we don't even get to cover in a single podcast but uh Tonight's episode revolving around classic geek or or nerd conversations, i.e., um, and this is one we might get to tonight. I'm not sure yet, but uh, Superman versus Flash. 
if we were going to have a race, who would win? Would, would Flash win because he's the fastest man alive, or would Superman win because of all his great Superman-type powers? Um, so does everyone get the uh, topic? So we're talking about these arch-type conversations that geeks and nerds have had for endlessly throughout time. So now we're going to throw our hats into this. Is that what we're doing? That's right. We're going to get the Atomic Geeks kind of uh, definitive statements on some of these tried and true geek conversations right. that, that uh, have been had the around. Geeks and nerd discussion through time. No, I'm telling you, Krog, the, the circle <laughs> is much better than this little log you have, like cavemen and nerds trying to, at least in the last couple of years. What would make a caveman a nerd, really? I, like, what would... I, I don't know. Caveman drawings? <laughs> well, you know what? A caveman, who, well, a, a caveman who can't hit a woman over the head and bring her home has got to t- probably be ostracized. Well, that, and, and then he only hangs out with and plays with his bones. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> always with your bones. Chipping away what are you rock. doing in there? You're always in the bathroom or in the <laughs> other part of the cave. Never mind. <laughs> Oh, my God. i got to save this conversation. Um, so uh, going back to the timely part of it and how we're going to start this off tonight, um, I'm sure everyone is aware uh, on this podcast uh, recently, or at the time of this podcast, it, this happened just uh, this week, I think it was, or maybe it was Friday. But uh, Archie and, and Archie Comics finally chose, after like 50 years or something like that, between Betty and Veronica. So we thought this would be a pretty good way to start our classic geek conversation. So I'm going to throw this out to uh, Andrew Bloom first. Uh, let's hear your choice on Betty versus Yeah, Veronica. it should be clear that he's at, Archie, at this point, Archie <laughs> has chosen to propose to Veronica. Yeah. In marriage. Now, now I, it's funny that you go to me. I am not an Archie comic person. But I, you are aware who Archie I, I am is. Aware. Guess what? You don't need to really keep up with the stories to understand <laughs> like that Archie well, is well, a yeah, guy in but, high school and there's two girls. If you could actually let me get to what I was saying. It's kind of saying. a classic thing. Here. I, think I, got, I think I got about two seconds and two words into that one before DJ had to step all over me. But let me just let me just say, although I'm not an Archie fan, I know who they are. They, they, do, are, they are pretty similar, and I think Archie's probably making the right move. Uh, Betty is a nicer girl, but Veronica is probably a super whore. And is – no? We got, we're not what, with what me on that one? Is- what is your basis of observation this on her? Is, here's the problem. Well, she's a bitch, first of all, and she's very wealthy. And that's just it. I lead a very sheltered life, and I don't get out of the house much. No, I uh, I don't know. Like, honestly, I think they both probably look the same naked. I don't know what the choice would be. Uh, other than Betty would probably be a lot, a lot nicer. Veronica's got cash. And speaking strictly with my penis, I would pick Veronica. But if you're speaking with your heart, I guess you'd pick Betty. I don't know. This is not really a conversation that I'm going to have a definitive answer for. But uh, look, it, it took Archie <laughs> fucking 50 years to make up his mind. Well, he's, it took him such a long time because they're such two great pieces of ass, really. <laughs> well, that's my point. And if I may jump opposite. in, and let me jump in here for a moment. You know what? I understand what you're saying. Veronica is the, uh, you know, the, the rich uh, girl, and, you know, and she's definitely proven that she's popular and has the powers of her sexual persuasion. But, you know, if I got to say, Veronica, to me, 
is the fucking Paris Hilton of fucking comic books, man. Oh, come on. That is not fair. Finish, man, because I'm telling you right now, this bitch is probably completely pretentious. She, to Andrew's point, has probably fucked around and is probably a complete and utter bitch. Betty is, you know, if if she's Paris Hilton, then fucking Betty is that fucking all-American girl uh, you know, the beautiful girl with freckles. Let's even say she, I equate her somewhat to, even though she's not American, is the Bar Raffaele. She's the girl that, like, lives next door, natural beauty. And she's the one, like those fucking, uh, you know, the pastor's daughter, who's probably a fucking minx in the sack, man. And is I probably will tell you right now. A closed door fucking like animal where fucking uh, Veronica is a fucking tease. Yeah, that's a good point. But no one lives next to Bar Raffaele. I'll just say that. She had no neighbors growing up because none of us ever had that hot of a neighbor. But but yeah, well, someone like, someone had to live next door. To one her. person like well, two people live next to Bar and that she lived in the woods. She actually was raised by wolves. The, um but yeah, like Betty, I, I agree. I see what you're saying. I don't think I'd be able to put up with Veronica, but I'm not saying I bet you she's She's been around the block a couple times. I don't know who she's sleeping with in this comic. And I think she's probably uninspired and fucking, like, I, I think she's a fucking huge cock tease, I bet. Veronica's a- I, 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 I totally disagree. I think Betty is one of those super nice girls that you have to take out for, like, 25 dates before you get the freaking, you know, grab a Totally. I'm totally on the same page. Well, whatever as you, comics I remember with her, and every time she gets shunned by Archie, she just breaks down, and cries like a friggin' baby for crying out loud. She's just she is. I would say she is like the pastor's daughter, but the pastor's daughter who listens to her friggin' daddy. I think Veronica. Uh, first of all, I prefer brunettes over blondes. But second of all, she looks like she's a little bit of a hellraiser to me. You know, likes to have fun, and she's been around with a couple of more guys in Riverdale than just sitting at home and looking at Archie's picture in front of her friggin' mirror. Well, how about so what? So Archie's can get a fucking STD and a quick fucking lay out of this girl, but then she's gonna fuck Reggie, Jughead, Moose, and fucking everybody else, while Betty will be goddamn well, we loyal clarify, to you. We should, we should clarify this. Is, are we choosing who do we want to marry? Or is this it's, who we want? Aren't we choosing the, who Archie? The conversation should be? is who the fuck should Archie be with, man? <laughs> oh, I thought it was who I should be with. Well, <laughs> I, I I don't know about it's that. Betty I mean, it's Betty or Veronica, Archie. man. It's, it's like no, but yeah, that's who you're choosing. The question is I'm who, thinking, who would you I'm looking choose? out for fucking Arch, man. Fuck Archie, man. The the question is is if you've got these two in front of you, what do you choose? I don't think we give a fuck about Archie. DJ DJ would end up with Veronica and be like, no way, man. Let me tell and you this. I've, dated, I've dated Veronica's before, man. I don't want fucking Veronica. She's a fucking – she'll be a cold bitch, man. She'll be the most needy fucking high-maintenance fucking bird you've ever met in your life. None of you – you guys say this all now. There's no fucking way any of you guys okay, would I was under the premise of Joe has got some serious issues. I want Archie to – I know, eh? I want so Archie to be with so Veronica. so much better than all of us. Hey, I want Archie to be with Veronica so then Betty's left for me. <laughs> okay, well, under the no, but no, but hold, hold on. Let, let me jump in, see, because I think Mike's talking as a thirty-year-old guy here. Where these girls are in high school, so you know, like the Betty is the white, white, white bread, not done anything. Veronica is the brunette, rich 
uh, guy's daughter who, who fucks. I mean, she's the only one who's out there having fun. And if you're a high school guy and you're choosing, who are you going to hang out with? You want to hang out with, as Christian says, the one who's going to – you're going to date all through high school. And, in, and as maybe at the senior prom, you might fuck that chick. That's, what, that's the choice we're talking about. We're not but talking Betty about was after never you've a been around. Betty's not a square. That's she's never a, how she was okay. positioned. That was fucking Jughead's Myrtle or whoever the fuck she was. She was like Ethel? Betty was never a Ethel. She, I mean, Betty's not a fucking nerd. No way did they ever play that as her. They, pl- but I mean, she was more the all American girl. Like, I mean, she was probably more the fucking cheerleader to the her the, her being. You know what I mean? Versus Veronica being the bitch fucking one doing her nails sitting by her car. That's so. I'm thinking <laughs> Betty wasn't the fucking nerd. What do you have? Uh, well, I mean, she, she's maybe not a nerd, but she's virginal. You know what I mean? Like she's, she's kind of no. I don't know. <laughs> I figured Betty was kind of that kind of sweet, innocent. I grew up that in the country. Make, sweet, sweet, innocent doesn't make you stupid necessarily. Well, you're very sweet and innocent. That's what we always say about you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, Says, okay, okay. So listen, I so I I don't know if we need to discuss it anymore. I think we've got everyone's no, I have vote to make a around point the very clear. Okay, sorry, go if, ahead. If first of all, if I was gonna marry and I choose to, to marry one of the two, I would marry Betty. But if I had to choose which one for one night of singular passion in the world of Riverdale, I would pick Veronica. Okay, so what are we saying here, man? Like, I'm trying to clarify. It's it's Betty or Veronica. There's not like one night stand or marrying. It's Betty or Veronica. Is that not the age old conversation? It's not like because clearly I'm gonna I'll throw it in Veronica. Don't get me wrong. Like, but it's like, <laughs> what are we saying here? Like, it's not. I mean, yeah, I'll take either. Let's have a fucking threesome. I don't give. I mean, I, that's that's the best bet. But the age old conversation is Betty or Veronica. There's no caveats to this. And are we saying for ourselves or for Archie? Are we for well, Archie? They are, they are comic book characters, so I think it's Archie. No? And I don't I don't really care. Archie can Archie fuck whoever he wants. Is trying to get married right out of high school. Jesus Christ. What, what lesson is this comic book trying to teach fucking kids for crying out loud? Well, get, get married before you get pregnant. Um, well, you know what? Yeah, I mean, in fact, exactly. After 50 years, I think it should just be a three-way at this point. Yes. Like, now, what, that's, like, what, the, that's all right. You can tell it's all messed up anyways. Like none of these girls would want to be with the ginger balls anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the question is this. The question is, if you were Archie, who would you choose? And this is in comic book high school world, so you're going to be, you know, uh, you know, you're going to be with this chick for going steady. Surprise twist would be Jughead. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew hasn't voted yet, so listen, we're going around the table. I'm taking, Start with you, DJ. Like Be- I think Betty, man. Okay. We don't know which way's around the table. We're on the Skype. I'm at a desk. <laughs> Someone just couldn't fucking speak up. We don't yeah, have this much right. of the, the rest uh, of my life. If I was Archie, you better take friggin' Betty for crying out loud. I agree. I'm taking the blonde. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm the only Veronica. I'm I'm outvoted three to one. But I'm going to call host rules, and that means that the host is always right. Well, <laughs> it doesn't have to. It's just each of our selection. So you can stick with Veronica, but you know. Okay, but wait a second. So wait, he chose Veronica, didn't he? Well, he's proposed to her, and she's accepted, and wedding plans are being made, and nothing has been ha- – no, there has been a ceremony as of yet. Oh. I see a graduate thing where Betty's going to be banging on the fucking windows <laughs> at the church, man. Ginger balls, I love you. Or she's going to run away with moose. <laughs> Apparently, he's quite hung. He's, he's, he's quite popular. Not very smart, but he's quite popular. 
Uh, it's not called moose for nothing. <laughs> okay, so moving on to the next discussion, and this is one that uh, I, I it's uh, it's it's interesting because uh, I think we're pro- there probably won't be a whole lot of discussion on it, but uh, geek the topic is geek versus nerds. So uh, you know we all uh, wear the badge of geek pretty. Uh, Proudly, um, but yet I think if you were to call us a nerd, all of us would be hey ho ho hey we're not a nerd you know what I mean we're a geek and um, so you know I, I have a certain idea what that means but let's throw this out to the uh, table here and see who uh, what, what we come up with in terms of the atomic geeks I guess mantra of the difference between a, a geek versus nerd we'll go to Christian well I, I think that's almost the argument really uh, like like in the whole question geek versus nerd is that I, I'm not to be totally honest I'm not exactly sure. Like what is a geek and what is a nerd, right? Because I mean, Dejo, uh, Dejo has we, an excellent definition of this. Well, okay, well, let me say my shit, and then friggin' Dejo can just go crazy. Because I mean, I remember when we were talking about uh, trying to find a name for this podcast. There's a couple of names that threw out there that had nerds in the title, but we kind of poo-pooed against it uh, and decided to go with what, of course, is now known as the Atomic Geeks Podcast. Um, why don't DJ might as well, DJ might as well just freaking throw out his definitions. We'll go from there. Well, I don't have like a uh, you know a trademark definition for this, but as far as I would say, a geek is someone who ha- is largely interested in a particular uh, niche. Let's just say you know whether it's you know comic books, movies, a hardcore fan uh, obsessed almost, if you will, over over certain subject matters. I think nerd denotes having some sort of social inadequacies. Like, I think that's the difference. I don't think nerding out about a certain subject matter is really the, you know, I think nerd is almost like you have problems. It's an, it's a behavior versus an interest sort of thing, right? It seems like a derogatory statement, nerd, where we're geek. And I'm not saying this just because we call ourselves the atomic geeks, but I think people can, can geek out, like you said, about music or movies or sports or anything. And like you're saying, if you're really into something, you can geek out about it. You can be a geek about it. But when you say someone's a nerd, that's talking about their inherent personality. And uh, two people could both be into, say, Star Wars and or Star Trek in, in, in a case where you know a geek enjoys it, watches the show, and goes on about his life, still dresses you know normal, sleeps with girls, and does all this. Where a nerd, by definition, uh, puts on his Klingon costume to watch the show and then continues to wear it the rest of the night, not going out except for to talk to his friends and, and whatever, and maybe awkward in social situations and uh, doesn't bathe. That's what I mean. I think it's like I think it's like a social limitation. Like I think hardcore geekiness could potentially lead to nerdiness. Nerdiness does not necessarily lead to geekiness. I think that's the 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 difference is that it's just nerds have are freaks where geeks aren't necessarily freaks. It's just you wow. it's just your particular interest in something can say, like, to your point, I think you did a great uh, thing with saying you can geek out about fucking, you know, hockey, you know? Like, you could yeah. geek out about fucking music, but it's like nerding out about something is your, they, like, you know, your, it, it's a complete fucking inadequacy, I think. We're anti-nerdite. <laughs> yeah. No, but it, it's funny, because as you say that, like, I'm thinking how I would describe it was, you know, like, when we would go to a comic convention, 
um, there would be geeks and nerds at this type of event, right? Because there's a lot of geeky and nerdy interests. Um, and geeks would be people who, when you look around the room, are guys who are like, okay, so they have some kind of off beat. They're, they're kind of hyperly into some things, you know what I mean? But they could pass a normal society. Whereas nerds are some of these guys who you can tell From maybe haven't been out of their well, yeah, we maybe haven't been out of their parents' basement or something like that. And this, you know, this is like, uh, you know, this is like a big event. It, you know, it's just that whole, like you said, DJ, that whole thing of, you know, social inadequacy. So, yeah. I, the ability so geeks to, and nerds have same interests. It's just how they approach them that differentiates them. They, I think geek, geek, being a geek maybe is the ability to shut it off. Yeah. Like, you know, like if you're if you're a huge nerd, you're going to be like, I, I enjoy Ralphing in the in the park, and I go to the bar still wearing my outfit and telling everybody about it. Where <laughs> what if you're the park? Is it what's it called where you do LARPing. the role playing? The LARPing. LARPing, live action role playing. Ralphing, <laughs> same thing. Throwing up. Larping? Ralphing <laughs> is like hardcore muppeting. Actually, yes. <laughs> is it is it Ralphing when you, you throw up? No. <laughs> Rolfing Rolf is, is a uh, form of hardcore uh, muscle Swedish massage. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. <laughs> it is. Look it up. Okay, whatever, Ralphie. Um, okay, well, I guess Rolfing's on my mind. But no, but LARPing, and these people would, would do that. And, like, you're not going to necessarily catch a geek LARPing. Like, you're, it's, I think it's, it's the, like, you could almost classify Michael Jackson as a nerd because he never grew up and really had the social ability to to perform or not perform but act regular in society um i was doing much better before i hit rolfing but i think like i was saying um it's just that ability to turn it off i think that's a, a an interesting way to put it i my my thought is also i don't even think you necessarily have to be into geeky things to mm. be a nerd like I don't think you have to be that. I think an, is almost no. That's I yeah. think it's a social outcast is a fucking nerd. I think yeah. a geek is just someone who really appreciates a certain subject matter. To I think da- as Down said it, like to a hyper <laughs> hyper ability. I just a, a nerd could fucking like watching hockey and you know and movies and that's it but i if they're like have trouble if they drool and have troubles talking to people and you know the, i think that makes you I, a nerd i think i or, think or mentally challenged you might be getting into the special olympics here but <laughs> you i think more along the lines in the definition when you talk to anybody you ask them what a nerd is they're going to say someone who's really smart maybe spends a little too much time in the lab or with their calculator or doing math or whatever it is. And then you have to tag on that social ineptitude. Wait, I just some of this. Here's another thing that actually helps classify and differentiate between geeks and nerds. Say what you will. Geeks have a lot of friends because they share a similar interest. They cohabitate and like hang out with a lot of other people of that liked interest. Nerds got no friends. Okay. <laughs> if you're a nerd, you generally have very few friends. Like I think that's a thing too. Cause geeks run in packs. <laughs> I apologize for any nerds out there listening. <laughs> no, I don't. Right now. Man. But we don't they're not, it's not like they're going to come out of their house to come and get us. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. What are they going to do? Except, except at night to collect old newspapers for their burrows. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You now yes. see a nerd in its natural habitat. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
So wait a second. So say if, if a person goes to a convention of any sort and dresses up in costume, does that make that person a nerd? No way. I, I, I don't think so. Not necessarily. I love costume play. I love those girls. There are some hot-looking chicks who dress up in costume. Oh, for sure, but and if, are you uh, if they're nerds, then I don't know. Would Chris, you do we call, me, call me a nerd fighter. We've seen nerds at these comic conventions. Geeks can, uh, can dress up. You can, you can spot a nerd. Like, you can spot a fucking nerd. You, you know what I mean? They don't yeah, have... Yeah, well, in the rest situations, you can smell a nerd. Oh. <laughs> That's what I mean. You just, like, from a, from a distance. You walk into one of those Comic-Cons, you're like, yeah. No. Yeah, if you're sitting, standing there, uh, bending on your knees, looking through some 25-cent comic boxes, all of a sudden, this friggin' aroma starts wafting underneath your nose. It's like, hell. Mildew hell. and body odor. <laughs> it's like, exit stage left. <laughs> Hmm, is that virgin I smell with also a mylar bag hint? Yes, that's a nerd. <laughs> wow, this is probably our meanest episode yet. Nice, yeah. The, the revenge of the nerds is an inaccurate portrayal of nerds, or is that accurate? Well, that's because they were social outcasts, though, right? Don't you, yeah, like, that's what there was. The, yeah, those Omega Moos, man, they friggin' tore the house down. <laughs> Not until they were inspired and became unnerd like, but like, no, and you know what? Because yeah, because Booger brings a couple of big, huge cannon joints, right? And they smoke up high, and there's there's some pretty cool moves in that. So it should be called Revenge of the formerly uh, guys, formerly known as nerds, or maybe it should be called the Vindication of the Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to think some people here are nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I showered yesterday. <laughs> yeah, once a week, if I like it or not. Okay, let's move on to another uh, topic here. Let's move into the comic book vein, and let's—I mean, let's go right after the Superman versus Flash conversation. And I'll, I'll start with Dejo, obviously. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Can we, we go over the rules wait. though first. Like they're both running, right? Who is the fast? Right. The Flash. Like Superman's not flying; he's running. Right. But doesn't his? And this is maybe this is a stupid question. Superman's has the ability obviously to run very fast and he also has the ability to fly now if he's running full out will he not kind of be using his ability to fly a little bit like no maybe if he jumped no but i mean flying he's flying forward like it, that's all part of his power i don't know if he could control that well, running is yeah running you use your feet flying you don't i mean it's not that fucking difficult i'm sorry but if you're like, if i mean it's this is a really tough argument to make here but when you're flying forward superman could still use that power say you're pushing a car you're not flying but superman could so, use his ability so, to fly to move would cheat is that what you're saying well i'm asking that is superman allowed to cheat a little <laughs> no, i think the bigger question is would superman cheat and the answer is no do you have a problem with your voice <laughs> yeah no i i know i just was bringing out bringing out that really stupid question i Let's actually no, I just actually uh, read one of the, you know, in uh, preparation for this question, uh, I actually read one of the many times that Superman and a Flash have raced. And they did this, they uh, actually, uh, the writer, Jeff Johns, just for example, used this really cool uh, analogy that Superman 
first of all, would run. He would not use his flying in any capacity in his running. It would not help him. But Flash... He wouldn't, he wouldn't fly somehow? Yeah, like they're, 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 they're separate abilities. But the thing that they said that was cool, the reason Superman is so powerful that each step, the velocity that he can take is like they said, that's the thing, is his body and his superpower is that. It's not, you know what I mean? Like it, him lunging forward to run creates such velocity that it almost, uh, the Flash that was racing him, it was Wally West at this time, was a little intimidated just because they said he's so powerful. But, so that was the example, I just wanted to throw that out because no, I don't think his flying would influence his running in any stretch. But this is a no-brainer for me because... Flash is the fastest man alive. It's in his fucking title. And secondly, he can tap into something like all speedsters, something called the speed force that our Superman, as great as he is, does not have access to. I'm sorry. Superman can win any other challenge, but the Flash is going to uh, definitely, I'm not going to say it will be easy because Superman is going to hang in there. This isn't like Superman, I mean, Flash racing against fucking Black Lightning or something. Like, I mean, but I, I, Flash is going to win this race 10 out of 10 times, and I and that's it, unless Superman decides to fucking cheat and kind of flun. Let's let's call it flunning, and, you know, where he kind of fly runs. <laughs> His hands are forward straight and ahead of him, but his legs are really moving. <laughs> I would. Uh, I gotta agree with you, and I would also pull forward uh, a quote from, I believe, Jeff Johns' uh, most recent comic that you talk about a lot is the Flash Rebirth, and Flash is running aside Superman. Superman is saying to Flash, "You know, we've done this before," and this is Barry Allen as Flash, and he's running beside him. He's like, "You know, I can keep up with you. We've done this before." And Flash just looks over at him and goes, "Superman, those were charity events," and goes. Pfft and just takes off and leaves Superman so far in the dust it's not even funny and it's like you're saying as 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 geeky as it sounds there is the the uh the speed force that he has the ability to tap into and like we're saying that's his power he can run give the guy that superman you've got all those other powers yeah, exactly how horrible would that be it's like you know <clears throat> if if superman could run as fast or even faster than flash you know, it, it would make him, like, totally redundant. You know, like, like, why would he even be in the Justice League? You know what I mean? It's like, hey, Flash, you know, Superman can run pretty fast. I mean, you don't really need to hang around, you know. <laughs> well, that <laughs> would be, like, no. honestly, if there was just guys in the JLA called Flyman. So I, uh, <laughs> you can fly. You know, Soups does that, too, eh? Like, he flies. like strong, Strongy. Strongy Joe. Like, it's like, Superman's pretty fucking strong. Like, I give you that. Let's say... We got it, Soups. You're 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 fast. Not going to say you you couldn't beat a lot of people in a race, but I'm the Flash. You know, like step off. I'm the Flash. <laughs> yeah, but what, what what okay? But what about just to play devil's advocate here? You know, what about to your point, Mike? He is the fastest man alive. Superman's not a man. Um, you know, the whole idea that he is an alien and the uh, gravity doesn't affect him the same way a human does has to have in some way uh an uh an, an effect on the speed force don't you, you know don't you think um no uh, no. <laughs> no no i, I that no I, I still say it's like the he doesn't uh, superman has they've proven it and we are really getting into geeky slash nerdy territory here but uh he does he, superman does not draw from that uh from this uh field uh, of sort of speed 
So, I mean, that is an interesting point bringing up that he is not, I mean, he is Kryptonian. He is, uh, you know, alien. He's he's made up differently than the rest of us humans, et cetera, et cetera. That's an interesting point. And uh, the best one that you could stand on beyond the fact that the fact is the flash is it's the only thing he does. I mean, he can move so fast that he can basically they've created a treadmill that, uh, only a flash can operate in order to let people go back in time. Superman can send himself back in time, but he cannot generate the speed to basically operate this fucking treadmill. I was going to bring that up about how, like, if Superman was was flooding, uh, like, obviously he flies uh, fast enough to, to change the Earth's uh, rotation into reverse and, ch- and move time backwards, a la Superman 1. Uh, right. I don't know if he has the same speed in his legs as he does in his flying ability. Uh, If he does, then it would be a challenge. And I don't know, uh, my second part to it, is whether or not it's recorded anywhere how fast these schmucks can travel. Because I think at one point, Flash was so fast that he was almost traveling at the speed of light. Originally, he was was the speed of sound, which is really not that fast. It's about 600 and whatever uh, miles an hour or something. And... You know, the speed of light is obviously many times that. So it depends on which flash from what era you're talking about as well. And I don't know if it's written in any comic book how fast Superman can travel. Well, they say like Wally West. I mean, and granted that Wally West was actually the fastest flash and he can fly. He can run faster than the speed of light. He is so fast that he can actually give and take speed from other things that are moving. Yeah. Like that's what he he has that ability. So it's like if he was running beside Superman, he could tease him a little bit and go, I'm going to give him a bit of speed. Keep up, soups. Keep up. Keep up. And then, bam, like he could he could, in essence, almost take speed from Superman to, to propel himself farther. So it's almost a no contest in a certain respect based off of the way the Flash's powers work. Wally West is faster than Barry Allen? They actually established that, that Wally was the fastest Flash. So then can, he can't be called the Flash, the fastest man alive. He has to be like second fastest Flash. Really, Flash. really Almost as Flash as well as Wally keep West. Keep in mind, though, this was done at a time when Barry was proposed as he was dead. So yeah. Wally was now the new Flash, and he was reaching speeds that Barry never reached. So now that Barry Allen is back, who knows that he will not surpass that well yeah and they can just keep doing that obviously and to get really on the nerd side of things now is it's physically impossible to travel faster than the speed of light if you weigh anything because your weight your mass increases as your speed goes up but um glavin <laughs> yeah when people start just just leave it at that <laughs> from the sides of the superhero world it's like i just start falling asleep <sighs> well no exactly i mean obviously Nothing like the Flash could exist. I am pretty quick, though. <laughs> I might not look like it, but I can run really fast and so, jump really high. So, Downs, who would, are you on the Flash, or what are you? What are you thinking? Uh, well, I mean, I guess I have to be based off of what you guys have said. Um, you know, I just 
I'm not so sure with the physics when it really breaks down. You know, is Superman not just holding back a little bit to give uh, the Flash some reason to be on the team? Maybe he is. He's Superman. <laughs> He's he can't be everywhere at once. All he needs some backup. Freaking jerks are putting uh, such a bad fucking spin on fucking Superman for crying out And no, no, no. What, I, what, what, no, what I'm saying is that he's being a good guy. He's going, no, Flash, you, you have, you be the fastest man alive. I don't need that yeah. shit. I'm fucking Superman. Go ahead, stupid human. Try it and run fast. No, no, he's not like that. He's just saying he's being humble. He's being like, you know what? I don't need to be the fucking king of everything. I can fly and I'm fucking bulletproof. And I mean, I've, I'm the king of the fucking JLA. I don't need to be the fastest man alive too. Give that to the Flash. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. The head of the JLA is called the king. I think it's the chairman. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I think all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, he's fucking Superman. He's got powers to spare. He doesn't need to. He doesn't need to shame the Flash in a race just to be the the big guy. The, the best thing to do, a good leader, would let the Flash win so that everyone uh, knows how great the Flash so is. He's pitying. He's kind of pitying the Flash somewhat. Well, no, he's being a good. He's being a good. Le- he's going. He's going to be a good leader. He's also oh. much smarter than Batman, but he would never do that. He doesn't out detective. Well, hey, come on, Batman versus Superman. You want to talk about that when they're in uh, Dark Knight Returns? No, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> fuck you! I'm the host. Shut the fuck up. Well, well no, but, but uh, just to Superman, make it, Superman can, versus Batman ha- has some similar, uh, you know, components to this conversation. Uh, but you um, know what? Okay, before we start encroaching on other topics, Batman versus any superhero, pretty much the rule of thumb is Batman always wins. Totally, and I'm I'm not disagreeing with that. I was just saying that there are other. Know. Parallels. Oh, Batman conversation because anyone who says Batman versus the the Rock Man, it's like oh, Batman's got to have some kind of shit that's going to defeat Rock Man. Like oh, he's exactly. yeah, he's so smart that he can find he can basically find a way to beat you, sort of thing. He's Batman. Right. Exactly. I was going to make a point to what Down said before about Superman not being able to be in every place at once, um, but but Wally West and at his fastest point was actually able to be in more than one place at one time. Um, I remember reading that in a comic, and he was basically simultaneously saving an entire city, so nothing would ever go wrong. Like that was Kingdom. Was- that was actually in Kingdom Come. That there was you- uh, that was an awesome fucking take on the Flash. That he was yeah. in yeah, a yeah, constant yeah, state yeah. of motion where yeah. it was like crime free because he was doing. He was even solving minor fucking little like you know someone tripping or a cat yeah. in a tree or whatever. That was yeah. So, so Wall, that, I mean, Flash itself, is winning. Flash. Flash is winning. Well, in my final statement about this topic, let me just say I don't think Superman would cheat or pander to anybody. I agree, Christian. Uh, Thank you. And in my final statement, (laughs) 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 so I'm again. uh, So far, I suck tonight. I'm totally against the group. That's just Uh, just your own opinion. I don't think the group has to agree. That does that. It's okay. Not yet. (laughs) It's okay to suck once in a while. Okay, so um, maybe the last one we'll talk about today, and this is a pretty, you know, typical geeky uh, conversation, would be your uh, Mac versus PC. Um, and I, just because we already know, I already know what he's going to say. Let's go to Andrew to start this conversation. Well, I, you might be surprised, actually. Like, I, I own a Mac, and I've probably said a few times during this show, or at least to you guys, how much I enjoy my Mac. I really, really like it. Um, is it is it so much superior to a PC? In some ways, I think so, and in other ways, I think PCs hold up. Um, let me just go with the pros of a Mac. 
Uh, number one, obviously, is their marketing campaign. And I know a lot of PC people like to argue and say that the only reason people buy Macs is because they love the commercials. Okay, right, Christian? And then yes. the, the thing that I like about my Mac is that the software is developed by the people who develop the hardware, unlike PCs. Now, the downside to that, um, oh, sorry, the upside, the upside to that is the fact that it crashes less than my experience with a PC. And the software tends to be a little more intuitive than with a PC. The downside to that is that even things like Skype that we use uh, for this call, they don't have as many uh, or as updated versions. They don't necessarily have as many as much functionality because less people have a Mac. So I think less people spend time developing uh, software or additional things for a Mac. Um, do I like the, the the platform itself better? Yeah, but a computer is a computer. I think so you're going to run into issues uh, with both. And you're such a I think we're born and bred with PCs so much that it there is a transitional period to get used to a Mac where I think Macs are easier to use. And if you were somebody who was, say, my mom and she was going to pick up a computer for the first time, I would suggest a Mac because they're easier for people who don't understand. But if you've been with PCs all your life, it might be a bit of a stretch. You might be like, wait a minute, I'm supposed to right-click and, and double-click this and open up this file and type in this and then I can play music <laughs> well you know it's funny uh, as a guy who's you know business is is about uh you know usability and you know how human beings interact with computers mac actually apple the company was kind of pioneering human computer interfaces long before microsoft ever really even knew what fucking point and click was right. so from that from that standpoint macintosh as a as an operating system and of the byproduct of that, their software has also done a really good job at this, is really done a good job at meeting users' needs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if, if Christian thinks that people only buy Macs because of com- their commercials, um, that's unfortunate. And it probably is part of the problem is that brand- Mac is seen as a brand that people want to have because it's cachet value. Because of the iPod um, I- probably too. Well, yeah, and exactly. Well, and the iPhone. Like it's, it's, it's the brand. It's, it's the more expensive one. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely got some cachet to it. I operate on PCs strictly because I work in a business world where my customers and everyone I work with are on PCs. That being said, though, my laptop is dying, and I am seriously considering buying a Mac laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked on Macs before, had to go to PC, PCs for the last 10, 15 years, and I would love to get back into Macs, and now I'm almost at the point now that I'm uh, you know, autonomous enough and that I'm on my own unit. I could have a Mac laptop for me, and uh, I would love that, and I think it would be a much better user experience it doesn't mean that's necessarily what i've been buying for years but i would like to be that person more than i am now i mean i gotta give credit to apple uh for their basically their whole campaign about selling their freaking computers because it's very successful i mean i'm I'm driving to work today and i see in the back of a car a guy's bumper the freaking macintosh or the apple logo in the back of their car you know what i mean i'm not driving around with the fucking windows vista in my window for christ's sakes or you know fucking <laughs> dell inside on my freaking rims of my tires you know what i mean this 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 whole campaign has created kind of this niche group of these special computer people who are seem to me a lot more a bit more of elitist than all of us common pc users who've been using this freaking platform for years and years and years 
I mean, because I work, I have a job where I work on a computer. All of a sudden, to people who are not exactly computer savvy, I'm this expert on computers, which I'm not. But they always ask, and they say to me, you know, uh, I'm thinking about getting one of those Macintoshes. What do you think? And I say to them, I said, listen, if all you're going to do is surf the Internet, check email, and freaking download music, then why don't you save your money and spend a grand on a good PC instead of spending like two grand or more on some expensive Macintosh for crying out loud? Well, okay, your numbers are a little out the window, but well, no, yeah, no, no, it is more expensive. I could get a, a significantly bottom of the barrel. more expensive. Yes, and, I could. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, and, and, the, the, bane, and, and the bane of any PC user now is their lack of knowledge of the fact that they spend like fifty bucks and actually subscribe to antivirus software. A lot of their problems would not even be a problem anymore. Yeah, and that, and that's one of the other things. And I know Macs aren't immune to viruses, but you have to admit there are a lot less viruses and fears out there for a Mac user uh, who is surfing the net and downloading items because there just aren't people building uh, viruses for them. Um, totally. You know, and that that is a bit of a, a bit of a benefit. Do do I think it it justifies the the inflation in cost because I mean I could probably buy a computer that that is the same as my MacBook uh, for at least uh, easily a couple hundred dollars less. Um, Way more than a couple hundred. I mean, I, no. I, I'm looking at I'm looking at laptops right now, Andrew, because mine is a piece of shit, yeah. and um, it is easily a thousand dollars more. You can get a, a really good laptop for a grand. You're not touching a Mac for less than two. Actually, I, I, that's not true because I paid fifteen hundred for my Mac. Maybe it's just the fact that PCs are out there so much and everybody uses them and everyone has them at work and everybody has seen the blue screen of death and everyone has had their PC get a virus and and everybody's had their problems with PCs. Maybe it's the fact that it's market saturation and uh, percentages. You're just playing – uh, probability totally it is. that totally you know is. maybe if everyone in the world had a Mac, uh, it could be two, one or two things: a better world, or you'd you'd run into these same problems. And you know, I've had my Mac for over a year now, and I did have an issue with it. That one of the RAM chips went down, but they were they replaced it. Um, so I'm not saying it's indestructible. It's not. It's not like it's still a computer. There are going to have some problems, but. Generally, compared to my experiences that I've had with PCs, I'm going to say this: it, it, it's had less problems, knock on wood, and it's just it seems easy to use. And for me, one of the big reasons I got it was for some of the software, like GarageBand, and um, that that's been a big a, yeah. a big I, selling point for I, me. I'll give you credit for that. I mean, essentially, because I mean, regardless, any computer you own, I don't give a shit if it's a PC or a freaking Mac, one way or another, you are eventually going to run into problems, okay? Because nothing is perfect. But if you are a person who wants to do something with a computer outside of internet, email, and downloading music, some kind of graphic design, or even you know mixing around with music, audio mixing, and whatever, yeah, I would, I would wholeheartedly say get a Mac. Because uh, yeah. honestly, Andrew does our uh, audio editing on a Macintosh, and he basically rips it out of his little laptop to to the sound that you're listening now. And uh, there's been only about two episodes that we've done for this podcast where I've uh, uploaded for my PC. And I tell you, it sounds a lot better coming out of his Mac, maybe because the software is a bit more comprehensive, blah, 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 blah. But for in this in this argument, if you're some kind of, you have some kind of artistic endeavors outside the normal computer workings, Get a Mac. If you can afford it, get a Mac. Totally. You know, it's funny, uh, uh, something that you mentioned, uh, Christian, I think of is 
you know, you talk about how if well, the only thing you need is surfing and internet and stuff. Have you seen these commercials for these netbooks? They're like $200 for these little tiny laptops. I'm like, that's all the fuck these people need, actually. I, I, you know I mean, like, I know, all, I know what you're talking about. Like, when you really think about how much, I'm going to say, I'm going to do the air quotes, DJ, and say that the average person uses their computer. It's for porn quotes. No, it's for getting porn <laughs> and getting their email. And, you know, when I say porn, I mean internet. And not, not, not many people are doing these massive spreadsheets at home or, or in, doing huge photo uh, shopping or music editing and things like that. And for that case, I, like I've got friends and I have a Mac and I love it. I'll tell them you can just get a PC. But if you're like Christian saying, if you're going to do anything that in the art world or anything labor intensive, then I would be like, get a Mac. Yeah, I just don't like – I mean, granted, I'll laugh at the commercials, you know what I mean? But it's still it, – it creates this friggin' like – it makes me feel like a dumbass. You know what I mean? Like, am I some kind of commoner who uses this you know, ancient friggin' PC service when I could be using this happy, fun, friendly you know, Macintosh where nothing ever goes wrong? You know what I mean? This well, friggin' rose-colored glasses use of a fucking computer. It fucking makes me angry. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but me I like, mean oh, in that case, goodness. their marketing make- is excellent. Yes, it makes me feel like that's quite the that's quite the emotional response. No, but like, I'm, not, I'm not part version. of this friggin' like elite group of people who are who are exploring this computer world like un- but I like in certain ways that I can't even friggin' attempt on my like, stupid PC. But this know? is yeah. so what you're saying is pretty much uh, you hate Pepsi because that's exactly what they say about Coke. That's like the fundamentals of advertising is what you're talking about, man. Obviously, yeah. they're going to make their product seem better, like. Oh, I yeah. understand that, but just the I don't know. Anyway, it's it's because they make the people who use them seem better. Or if you own one, you'll be a better person. Or no, it's, or it, it, there, it is, there is definitely an elitist uh, quality to Apple. There's no question about that. And, and then basically, the branding of these two sides is very blatant. So basically, I'm apparently I'm a short, fat guy with glasses who doesn't know how to friggin' fix a computer. Or a nerd, if you will. Yes, full circle. And you're very full cool. circle. Full circle. Deja brings it back around. For oh, me. and if you like so playing games, to cut don't Christian off. <laughs> to cut Christian. Yeah, well, off. That, that's a good point. To cut Christian off. Yeah. So what? What's everyone's verdict? Dejo, do you, you, you're, aren't you looking for getting a computer in the future? Do you? Are you leaning one way or the other? I'm. Uh, I really don't care about this subject matter, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> that's if you've noticed. I I've haven't said eating. anything for the last ten minutes. <laughs> I've been watching television. But uh, honestly, I'll sum it up like this. Uh, I use a computer to surf the Internet, check my email, and download music. So I'm a PC guy. And do a podcast. Yeah, but I'm not editing shit. It's like the, the ones no, – I, know. I, ne- I never have the, – the person who doesn't ever has problems with their microphone quality and, the da- and their fucking Skype is generally me. So it's – I mean, I, it's not a fa- me not being on a fucking uh, Mac is not really affecting the podcast. I don't think. Oh no, we're, I'm I'm not pushing you or anything. I'm just saying that's one other thing that you do that I think Skype for PCs. But is that's much ultimately being Skype. on the internet. Like that's just I, I look at it like that. Yeah. That's surfing the internet, really. Well, I mean, to that point though, everything out there is is designed for PCs. When you have a Mac, you have to fuck around and work around everything else because. Sorry, Skype isn't designed for you. It's designed for the other 80 million fucking PCs out yeah. there. You know what I mean? Like, so that whole cachet and fucking cool factor comes at a price. 
You know, as Christian said, you don't get a lot of fucking games. You don't get a lot of other uh, plugins and a lot of freeware and shit like that either because they're just, you know, there ain't people writing viruses. There ain't people writing free code on Macs either. Meanwhile, all these freaking people who are in, you know, Mac users are just freaking boiling right now. What the fuck are they talking about? There's free shit and there's this and this. There's this program here. Yeah, let me yeah. tell you. Well, let's talk well there, I mean, there, there's less of it. That's just, it's just, it's, yeah. it's capacity. Yeah. Let's talk about Linux for a little while then. <laughs> I play I play with Linux for a little while actually I've done a couple things in Linux. Uh, anyways, though, I think that that'll wrap up. And the other discussion we could do is is not a small one that I have on my sheet, so we'll save that maybe for episode uh, two or installment two of the uh, classic geek conversations. So let's go. Uh, let's move right along to our atomic picks this week. And I think I was going to say we're going to start with DJ. Yes, uh, that is the order. So a couple atomic picks for me this week. Uh, first of all, I just picked up the most latest collected edition of Fables, and that is book 12, and it's called The Dark Ages, and holy shit, I forgot how good this book is. I was a little worried after the end of book 11 uh, where they would go with the story, but fear not, Fables fans, it's still quite awesome. So uh, definitely uh, check that out. And my other atomic pick is, I might be a little slow to uh, the scene on this one, but just uh, in the process of playing uh, PS3's Heavenly Sword, and I gotta say, as a fan of God of War, I think this game's pretty fucking awesome. Well, I'm quite enjoying it. So, uh, and I'm not sure they're gonna make a sequel to that one, but I would definitely gobble that one up. So, uh, if you have not played that and you are a fan of uh, the types of games like God of War, there is some. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if they're made by the same game developer but it certainly feels like it uh check out heavenly sword and enjoy andrew okay i uh i <laughs> i've got one word for my atomic pick entourage uh season six is out and and uh in full force i think it's already at episode seven uh, i just started uh picking it up and watching it again um I love this show, always have. It went through a bit of a dark spot through season five. A lot of people didn't like it. I still thought it was okay. Uh, season six feels a bit like the old-style entourage, and uh, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. So if you're a fan and you didn't know it, it's uh, it's out there. And if you have never watched it, uh, start from season one and, and uh, enjoy. Christian. Oh, uh, my atomic pick this week is a uh, a demo that I have downloaded and played numerous times on my PS3. Uh, it is called the demo is called Batman Arkham Asylum. Let me tell you, balls awesome demo. Blah 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 blah. Uh, I'm chomping at the bit here to get off this podcast though, because my wife was uh, doing the greatest service of going to Best Buy and taking advantage of the big sale they have on the release of this game, which is essentially almost 50% off its retail price for the next three days. Uh, if you've been following me on Twitter, you might have known about this already. If not, by the time this podcast airs, tough shit, losers. Um, this game looks awesome. I'm sure I'll review it at a later date. Well, funny enough that you would mention that game because that is my Atomic Pick this week. I actually got the game as well and uh, played for about four hours today. Uh -huh. um, I, I am, in fact, stuck. And the, the problem with playing a game when it's brand new is that there are no walkthroughs. So uh, I'm stuck and cannot fucking figure out how to get past this level. Um, but let me just lay out what, uh, what I like about this game. Um, one of the things, if, if we go back to an earlier uh, podcast, we talked about the Batman action figures and how they hadn't done a really good job. Um, you look at the way they've uh, illustrated Batman in this game, and it is fucking 
perfect. Um, it is the Batman I love. He's got the darker costume. Uh, he's all kind of muscular, and he's badass. Uh, and interestingly enough, I actually was reading about this game as uh, my business slowly goes into this space, and there's actually um, the whole way that Batman takes down um, uh, either villains or, or uh, characters in this thing is called this idea of this kind of predator-like uh, view. So uh, unlike other video games where you're out there and there might be soldiers and you're kind of like hiding from them, this is they've taken a different approach that you're more like a predator and these people are like, you know, things you're taking down. Detective so I was view. playing this level. Sorry, go ahead. Detective view. Yeah, well, that, that's the view, but they, they call it this idea is that the idea is that the Batman is a predator, and he's like, um, when so one of, the, one of the levels I'm at, I had to take out six guys at once, and you've got all these uh, gargoyles that you can hang from, so you, you, you're you on this gargoyle, you're going to take out one guy, and then you zip back up with your, your batarang, and then you come kind of back down and take out another guy, and it's, it's this whole idea that it's very different than just kind of being a soldier and creeping behind barrels and things, you know, you're very much like, a, they, this article was talking about how you're like a, a wild animal and you're hunting you know elks or deer or something it would very much predator like so it's really really a cool game um i don't think you need us to talk about it if you're out there playing games uh this is already on your radar i assume if not get your head out of your ass because it's pretty <laughs> fucking good um so let's see shout outs this week uh nerd lunch is that the guys uh nerd lunch i think it is these guys who have a blog um actually talked about us they talked about our episode the most recent one the uh desert island my favorite theme uh fight uh episode and they actually mentioned uh the uh roddy piper movie they live fight which i think dj brought up as well as the one i brought up that didn't make the list which uh, and i think didn't either did the roddy piper one which was the uh, enter the dragon bruce lee uh fight so uh love to uh have guys talking about stuff that uh, we like to talk about as well and that's going to put an end to episode, is this 30? Episode 30. Isn't episode 30. Good Lord, we are old motherfuckers in podcasting time. Um, <laughs> Not really. Uh, as, uh, as always, uh, we love to get feedback in, in any form. We're plugged into all the usual formats. You've got Twitter. We've all got accounts on Twitter. Um, don't go to the Facebook group. It sucks. Um, go to the website, theatomicgeeks.com. We have a growing community there and lots of feedback and conversation. And as well, I will beg you, if you're out there, you're listening to us, we love the iTunes reviews. Uh, it makes us feel warm and uh, safe inside. So if you got the time, you're out there and you're thinking how cool this podcast is, head on over to iTunes and give us a review. That's it for me, Mike Downs, and the rest of the Atomic Geeks. We will see you in one week. Atomic Geeks, out. You've just listened to another episode of the Atomic Geeks. Visit us at theatomicgeeks.com. Production by Andrew Bloom. Title track by Don't Look Down. 